0: People paying money to see me in a 20 by 20 ring. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here amidst a two-part episode of What If, one of those what if questions. Uh, this one was brought to us uh, from you, the listeners. Uh, what if Shawn Michaels never got hurt in 1998 and stuck around and didn't leave? Well, uh, I don't want to say didn't leave, but uh, just stuck around, stuck around for the remainder of, of uh, his career. And before we we get on to the
1: wrestling aspects of it, what I always question myself, does Shawn Michaels become a born-again Christian? Does he find time to find God when you're on the road for so long? Um, Does he ever become the Shawn Michaels that we know today? Or does Shawn Michaels become like another member of the clique? Like Scott Hall and completely destroy his career right before our very eyes. I'm
0: gonna, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna, I'm gonna re- reverse this question right back to you. I want, I want, I want to hear your answer first before I have to say what I have to say. Uh,
1: it, this is a tough one for me. I, because I don't, I don't want to put faith into a wrestling podcast, but I, I'm in agreement as a fellow Christian that things kind of happen for a reason. Okay. If Shawn Michaels doesn't hurt his back, I think he has to find himself. Almost find his smile all over again, if you will, but this time be legit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For any Shawn Michaels fans, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Shawn Michaels was on a destructive path. There's no doubt about that. I think even at that point in his life, he was on that destructive path. And it didn't change right away. You look at ninety-eight, ninety-nine. It didn't change. It didn't change for him right then and there. You look at a guy like Triple H, who was a good friend of his, or is a good friend of his. Even he pretty much just said, I, "I love you, but I can't do this anymore," and he wiped his hands with them. Not out of I don't want, I don't, I hate you or this and that, but he's got to live his own life. And there was a lot of bridges that Shawn was burning. At such a rapid pace that eventually was going to catch up with him, whether he was in wrestling or not. So I would say he does. I I think a lot of a lot of what he becomes, eventually happens, but I think it happens for totally different reasons. Okay. Again, Shawn Michaels. Again, when he left, you're still talking 98, 99. It wasn't like he automatically became this. Christian wrestler or Christian man I should say and did everything for the Lord. He was still very much for himself. He just he got the tough love that he needed. And he you know, he also found his eventual wife and or at least that's what I remember. <laughs> Again, okay. that's still debatable. <laughs> um but besides the point though, getting married, having kids, all that, I I, I think I like to think that still happens for him. But that's just my opinion. Again, I don't like to bring religion into this podcast, but as a man of faith myself, I I kind of agree with what he says, where it kind of all happens at some point for a reason. But that's just my opinion.
0: To me, it doesn't matter whether you bring religion into this or not. It, that doesn't that doesn't affect me I, as long as it's relevant to what we're talking about. Sure. With that being said, does he does he become a man of God? um i think so i think so because i've seen i've seen friends i've seen family i've seen people in the public celebrities who who go down destructive paths self-destructive paths in life and you eventually you hit rock bottom no pun intended sure and it's one of two things. You hit rock bottom and you're dead. Or you hit rock bottom and you you have nowhere to go but up. And you start that, that long road back to, to a, a stable life. Or, or, or somewhat stable life. And I think with the way he was going... It would have been a situation where he hits rock bottom no matter what happens and he he tries to make amends with himself and and the people around him and it takes time so um I still think he gets married to to his current wife you know I still think all that happens I just think it happens at a different time I I probably sooner for my money yeah yeah probably sooner you and I were watching footage of him talk about the weeks leading up to WrestleMania 14. Yeah, and he was talking about how he had big lapses in his memory. Yeah, from just you know all the booze and, and and whatnot, and he couldn't remember certain stuff. And you, it was it was pretty interesting to hear him talk like that. And then I had pointed out to you that a lot of what he was saying lines up with what bruce pritchard was saying on on the something to wrestle with podcast and to hear two different people tell the same story more or less it's kind of sobering yeah it's kind of sobering to like oh well shit yeah he was erratic he was not listening he was you know being defiant he was drinking himself to death he was you know, snorting, snorting this fucking mind away. You know, right? All, all, all those things, and uh, yeah, I, I think it would have happened a lot sooner because there would have been necessarily no one to, no situation to put him in check. You know, that him hurting himself, it was kind of like a, a hurdle he forgot to jump. Yeah. You know, so it slowed him down. It's interesting. Interesting question
1: me that was always the most intriguing question about sean michaels is uh is who essentially michael hickenbottom would become with with or without that uh time off mm-hmm. you know um it leads to another question and that involves other guys besides sean michaels and that's that's the guys in which who would be trained by sean michaels uh so in 1999 Shawn michaels along with reed boy gonzalez they opened up a wrestling school based out of San Antonio, Texas called the Texas Wrestling Academy. And there is a decent amount of names that were trained mm-hmm. at the school. And we had the likes of, of Hernandez, uh, Matt Bentley, who spent some time in TNA, uh, Paul London, Lance Cade, Brian Kendrick, <laughs> which is a big deal. Oh, yeah. And uh, without respect to the other ones. And, of course, most people know this by now, but I'm calling him by his real name here, Brian Danielson, American Dragon. We're all trained at this wrestling school. Obviously, if you are not in, excuse me, obviously, if you are in the wrestling business, especially a full-time, a high-profile wrestler, like Shawn Michaels, there's a good chance you're not opening up a school that you're going to be training at. Yeah. I mean, you might open up a school, you might pay for it, but you're not making your 9-5 to five there. Right. How does this affect the talent that goes through that school? Does Brian Danielson leave Aberdeen, Washington, the San Antonio, Texas, the day after his high school graduation, to go train, or does he go somewhere else?
0: And or, that and that could be said about all the
1: guys you all just all the mentioned. guys too yeah, or you know or does he rethink wrestling altogether? Was that the reason why he went with Shawn Michaels? Or because that's a far drive? Though. Yeah, <laughs> everybody watching the, the San Antonio, Texas is a pretty far drive, especially for an eighteen year old kid. But do you does he not go there anymore, or does he go somewhere else? I mean, what happens to guys like that, to Brian Kendrick and, and Brian Danielson and everybody else I name, if Shawn Michaels doesn't open up that school? Again, it's like the Triple H thing. It's like, it's a good thing that he leaves. Mm-hmm. He did more good, it seems, at this point. Yeah. With all due respect to Shawn Michaels. Yeah. I and mean, even for himself,
0: it's, it's such an odd situation, <laughs> man. You, you don't. It's also one of those, like, you don't necessarily expect it to turn out this way you hear about guys leaving wrestling and it's like okay whatever but here you have he's now responsible for at least a few superstars that have had a a lasting impression on the business right so i mean it's like one of those situations where next guy
1: up and they deliver they score a touchdown i mean he goes back to the msg situation in ninety six when Sean, when uh when Triple H was scheduled to win that King of the Ring and as one of his first punishments was well you're not winning anymore Mhm. What happens? Do we ever hear Austin three sixteen? Yeah, right. You exactly. know what I mean? It's one exactly. of those weird things where it's like Fuck, you you know, you don't want to become one of those shows again, but like, is there a thing called destiny? Like or is fate <laughs> is fate really uh, like a real thing? <laughs> But, um, yeah, what say you? Like, what um, what about these guys? And what about their their potential futures without Shawn Michaels at that school?
0: I don't know off the top of my head whether they were hell-bent on attending this particular school because of Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Or it was just, um, hey, there's a wrestling school opening up and I want to go, you know but you know like it or not he's responsible for brian danielson he's responsible for brian kendrick and uh, a few others so it, it i don't know it's just really interesting to to see that his tutelage had such an effect on these guys over the years and it it could have all just as easily not had happened had he not gotten
1: hurt i mean you look at you can catch these on your on uh, hidden gems in the WWE network, but uh, Brian Davidson got his first look with WWE uh, as a as a student of the of the Texas Wrestling Academy because of Shawn Michaels. You got to remember, Shawn Michaels obviously had poll with the company.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He says, "Hey, let me let me have my guys come in and just do a couple of dark matches, take a look at them, and they did. I mean." I think there's an early match with Brian Kendrick versus American Dragon, as he called himself, back then. And it's, it sound like a, it's a dark match, but it's like right before Raw or, or SmackDown, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, they wouldn't have, whether you are a fan of WWE or not, you, they wouldn't have that kind of exposure had they not have been at the to school. Yeah. I mean, not everybody, even if they're a legend of of professional wrestling, can say, hey, Vince, I got a couple guys. Like, you mind letting them go out there in front of a live crowd and have a match? Oh, yeah, anything for you, Sean. Everybody has that pull. Yeah, exactly. You know, let's say they were trained by um, somebody that was no longer affiliated with WWE, but a huge wrestling star nonetheless. You know, um, let's say they were trained by Kevin Nash. Bret Hart. Or Bret Hart. There you go. Bret Hart's not can't go to Vince and say, hey, my boys. <laughs> They'd be like, who, who, who the fuck are you who yeah, come right? here and, and ask me anything? So that kind of exposure, even though, yeah, I, I get it. Those guys spend a lot of time in Independence, and, and especially Brian Danielson. But that first exposure to be trained by somebody with that kind of pull, and then they have that kind of uh, exposure with the WWE crowd. WWE talent that's back there. You know, I'm, I'm sure somebody had to pull them aside and say, this is what you did wrong, this is what you did right, you know. And, man, I mean, to not have that, yeah, you can still have a successful career, but you really put yourselves in, in the driver's seat as far as your future is concerned. So I think you and I are in agreement that nobody's career is necessarily over before it starts. <laughs> But uh it, it's a really interesting concept of like where does Brian Danielson go? The train. Does it take him longer to get into the business? Does it take him longer to get noticed by, you know, Ring of Honor?
0: Yeah. You know, I all mean, all good questions.
1: These, the, yeah, and that's 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 one of those things that it leaves you to wonder, you know, how does a kid from from Washington get exposed in in early 2000 anyways? You know, especially you know, days when internet's barely a thing, and at least not what it is today. And you know, independent wrestling isn't what it is today. Right. You know, you could be wrestling in your local gymnasiums out in Washington and never be known. You know, uh, so to have Shawn Michaels and to have that name again—it's—it's just—it pretty much says you're somebody without ever being somebody. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's one of those uh, interesting concepts. Shawn Michaels' career has to end, or at least for the time being, put on put on a long pause, in order for somebody else to have an opportunity. Multiple people in this case, because mm-hmm. you look at Brian Kendrick, Daniel Bryan, yes, I'm calling Daniel Bryan now. Paul London, Lance Cade, those are all guys that've been in WWE, been yeah. champions in WWE. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a, uh, I don't know if you, about you, but if somebody made a podcast about me or or a show about me. The what if I wasn't there? It's almost like we're saying, "Hey, Sean, like it's a good thing you weren't there." Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know, man. It'd be kind of
0: weird for me. It's just like, oh, it's a good thing I left. So, <laughs> and again, like it, that's not always the case with with people, especially in wrestling. But for what you know, as as fate would have it, right? Like that's just kind of how things have worked out. Like every time he's gone away, some. Something positive has happened for other people. So, uh, but speaking about it that way, it's, it's almost like, uh, karma. Yeah. You know, if you believe in karma, you know, <laughs> what you put out there, it comes back to you tenfold and he was putting a lot of bad shit out there. So it kind of makes sense that when he did leave, other people were, a- were able to capitalize in a positive way off of, off of it. So it's, just, it's, it's like a wonderful life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I would book all three follies. They would be his, his guardian angels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: I wanna wrestle again. <laughs>
0: all right. Final thoughts on Shawn Michaels not leaving. Could you could you loosely book a year? How would you like to see him in that year if he if he didn't get hurt? Um we kind of already started with part 1. Yeah, yeah, we did. Uh, in part 1 we started At least Let's let's uh, finalize it. But uh we're g- we're talking about April of 1998 through April of 1999. So, we're assuming he stayed healthy after the Royal Rumble. He did uh make the In Your House No Way Out of Texas Pay-Per-View. That brings us uh to the end of March at WrestleMania he still faces Stone Cold at WrestleMania 14 but from then on out he still drops the title he still drops the title okay yeah I think I think Stone Cold Steve Austin was too too hot he was too much of a juggernaut to to not win the title even for this scenario I still think he's a major part of the rest of 1998 at the very least right so yeah because i asked you the question i mean you were older thanks than than i I was in
1: 1998 and i just didn't remember if dx had did something to lose the crowd because i know they were a heel faction i get i get that part but they were super over especially in in 97 It's like what changed and what changed was austin challenge for the title Yep. So that's how over Austin was. So it makes sense to – it makes zero sense not to give it to him at the peak of his popularity. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's one of those examples where WWE did the right thing, gave the title to Austin, and the rest is history. But the rest is not necessarily history for Shawn Michaels because how do you book him for an entire year?
0: And I guess we start at – um i'll tell you what let's let's make it easier on ourselves and, and you can fill in the blanks as much as possible let's do uh, we'll, we'll just do every pay-per-view one one pay-per-view a month yeah okay that's fine
1: if that's the case then we would start with unforgiven pay-per-view okay you and i have already kind of talked about potential opponents one being mike tyson the other one would be dude love who ended up going on the face stone cold uh Without opening too many can of worms, we'll let everybody else decide, well, if, if not, if Do Love faces Shawn Michaels, who would Stone Cold face, we'll let you guys worry about that. Let WWE worry about that. <laughs> For the sake of fantasy booking, I like Do Love in this in this case here. I think he's a great uh, distraction, because it would be the same situation with Stone Cold. It made no sense. I mean, as far as, like, just, it came out of nowhere, I should say. Mm-hmm. I think it was very clear that Shawn Michaels was the rematch was gonna happen on Forgiven. Which would have been a mistake. Sorry, Greensboro, but it just would have been a mistake <laughs> to do it that fast. Uh I think Do Love had enough charisma at that point to have a rivalry with Shawn Michaels. And um obviously as far as in ring performer, Mick you know, McFoley's a good enough performer to wrestler to go in a ring against Shawn Michaels. I think it would have been a fitting distraction for Sean in order for him to not challenge for the championship right away.
0: I agree. I I don't want him challenging for the title right away. I've always been um, a fan of the the longer storyline, as long as it's done right. And you would have that potential here to book Shawn Michaels in a future championship match, but make it worthwhile, you know? And, and so, uh, I don't, I don't know, I don't know about Mike Tyson. Some, something, something for me says get the most out of that situation as possible. And yeah. and uh, while a lot of it did culminate at WrestleMania 14, I can't help but think they should have kept Tyson around for at least one more pay per view. Now I'm not saying he had to. It had to be HBK versus Shawn uh, HBK versus Mike Tyson one on one. Yeah. But definitely, whether it be a tag match or, or or some 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 form or fashion, get get him to uh, maybe even interfere in a match with Shawn Michaels, but have it end at that pay per view. Right. So if this is Unforgiven, we're talking about whatever's going on between Mike Tyson and Shawn Michaels. Get it over with at the end of that pay per view. At the very, at the very most. Um, I do like what you you talked about with Dude Love. I agree with you. He definitely had the charisma and the talent to be a part of that situation. And it, regardless of whether Shawn Michaels was erratic or not, there's one thing I think everybody agrees on at this point, including Shawn Michaels. I think he said it best You get him to the ring And everything's gonna be okay So like No matter what other bullshit He was putting everybody else through Or what was going on The moment he stepped in the ring He did He did what he was supposed to do He didn't go into business for himself right. He did what he was supposed to do So if you're putting him up against dude love And Unforgiven, Yeah He's going to To do whatever he's gotta do To get them both over it. Right so, I, I agree.
1: I'm going to add one more guy to that list for Unforgiven. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, be- and it's only because of what happens in the immediate future <clears throat> that would culminate to the next pay-per-view, which is Over the Edge. And uh, that's Owen Hart. Owen Hart at WrestleMania uh, unsuccessfully challenged Triple H for the European Championship. Of course, China... She threw the dust or whatever and, and mm-hmm. started slaughter's face and then still low blow triple or excuse me, Owen Hart. You have a situation where you have a clearly pissed off Owen Hart <clears throat> and He's going he's he's going at the triple H and you can build out a situation where Shawn Michaels is in the room or in the ring at the same time and he's pretty much like, I don't have time for this pint size, like oh, we got bigger fish to fry. Owen Hart takes exception to what he says, and then they get into it it one-on-one match at Unforgiven. Owen Hart later joins the Nation of Domination, and then, of course, DX forms an army that you and I said probably still happens. Sean Waltman didn't just jump ship just like that. I mean, he was fired from WCW. Right, he was fired. Um, He was going to come back to WWE by way of the click. Mm Mm-hmm. So, more likely he was going to be a DX member. Yeah. It makes sense they still have Road Dogg and, and Billy Gunn. Yeah. And they're still... It leads to the Unforgiven pay-per-view. Again, you want to still have distraction. Well, do a faction war. Which is essentially what they did at, at, at uh, Over the Edge. <laughs> was It was a six-man tag. It was The Nation versus Degeneration X. Simple as that. Just do that. It's, you can still be entertaining and you still have a purpose for Shawn Michaels that isn't for that title.
0: This one, I, I agree with a lot of what you said, but not everything, and I'll tell you why. Because for me, where it starts to to bridge out and be different mm-hmm. is when it concerns Owen Hart. Because here we are, we are post-Montreal screwjob. Okay. And that has never really been... I see what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. never really been... Um, finished, you know, it has all the loose ends haven't been tied up, and that includes Owen Hart, right, you know mm-hmm. Owen, mm-hmm. O, you know, like it or not uh, that is, Brett is his brother, and he took Brett's side whether he was right or whether he was wrong, right, right so, that remained unfinished business, for them to step in the ring I would much rather see that be the reason for the match as opposed to a faction war, okay So I would, you know, I would, I would purposely, I'm actually better with that anyways. (laughs) I would, I would purposely, uh, you know, have a book to where, sure, they, it starts off as a faction war, but it clearly, clearly and quickly becomes personal between Owen Hart and Shawn Michaels to the point where Owen's like, well, you know what, you screwed my brother. No, I'm going to screw you.
1: You think Owen will work with Shawn Michaels? No. I, I, didn't, I forgot all about that. Was, I'm, there's, I'm there's, this.
0: there's a lot of speculation as to how Owen felt, um, whether he even wanted to stay with the company at the time. You get people that said yes. You get people that said no. Obviously, he didn't go anywhere. And you know what? There's There's always that chance at a sibling rivalry. So, who's to say, again, I'm just speculating here, but who's to say Owen wasn't glad that Brett left? I mean, it's a
1: situation like Triple H and Shawn Michaels here? Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, you know, if that's the case, then yeah. And they could still do the storyline, hey, you screwed my brother, now I'm going to screw you, because it kind of of answers uh, two questions at once. It kills two birds with one stone. He's able to step into the limelight now that Brett's not there and take that main eventer role. And he's also able to tie up loose ends with the Montreal screw job.
1: Yeah, at least so. for WWE's storyline purposes. are.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point with Owen Hart because uh, it goes back to 94 with how great Owen Hart was. Uh, not I mean not that he was bad in the other years, but like that was his breakout year, and it was still overshadowed by everything that Brett did. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. It makes sense. But either way, Owen Hart is a, is easily a possible opponent for Shawn Michaels. Yes, for these two months, uh, no matter how you want to uh, slice it up. So I I think there's a there's a good option for you again keep Shawn michaels away from that title for the time being
0: yeah I, that's that, the key I, I, it, as long as we're fantasy booking this in this entire year concerning Shawn michaels that is the that is by far the most concrete concept uh for me keep him away from that title and i'll tell you why when we get to the end of the year
2: okay
1: so you want to go away from it for the whole year so if possible yes if possible so that leads to June 28th, 1998, a day you and I have talked about on this show. It is the King of the Ring. Ah, uh, yes. The King infamous. of the Ring 98. So, obviously, headlined by Undertaker versus Mankind, Hell in a Cell. Main-evented by Kane and Austin in the first Blood match, which was essentially another Hell in a Cell match. Uh, that's the way I look at it.
0: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> Where do you put. A guy like Shawn Michaels, in a sense of all this, uh, DX is kind of doing their own thing. You have X Pac and Owen Hart facing each other. The uh, the Outlaws are facing the New Midnight Express, and uh, Triple H is not on the card. Yeah, Triple H is not on the card. So, where do you see Triple H and Shawn Michaels at? Yeah.
0: Uh, Triple H doesn't concern me here. He's not on right, the card. Sorry.
1: Yeah, where do we keep Shawn Michaels at? Yeah.
0: I think for my money, I think Shawn Michaels is a participant in the King of the Ring tournament. You think so? I think so.
1: Now, why would Shawn go essentially backwards? That's the way a lot of people look at it.
0: Yeah, no, and, and I agree with you. I think for for whatever it's worth no matter whether he had Vince's ear or not the hell in the cell between uh the undertaker and mankind it was its own entity it was its own beast you don't change that that's yeah. that's too too ripe of a situation to to be fucked with right just let it happen as it is austin versus kane for the title in the first blood match again for me, if I'm booking this, you keep Michaels away from that title, and you have you know Austin again is too much of a juggernaut. You let him you let him face other people for the time being, and that leaves the only other thing for that pay per view is is a King of the Ring match, a qualifying match. So I'm not sure who I would take out of the the Tournament to replace for HBK to replace, but yeah, for my money, he would be part of the tournament.
1: All right, so if that's the case, then does he win the tournament? Yes, well, as far as the semifinals are concerned, you have uh Ken Shamrock versus Jeff Jarrett and The Rock versus Dan Severn.
0: There you go, <laughs> you read my mind. Is that why you're laughing? Yeah, yep, yeah. yep, yep. As, as you see him in the ring, take Jeff Jarrett out. Fuck Jeff Jarrett. I thought you meant The Rock. No. No, Yeah, you you and I are on the same page. As soon as I said Jeff Jarrett, I was like, I'm going to read the other two guys' names. Yes, I would love to see uh, HBK versus Ken Shamrock. Yeah,
1: and that's that's, uh, the match that you and I talked about in part one of the show that we Mm -hmm. wanted to see. And then uh, that would lead to a match with either The Rock or Dan Severin. Do you... Are you okay with it being Shawn Michaels
0: versus The Rock,
1: yes, for the King and Ring Finals for the first time ever?
0: Yes, okay, because it's a it's a good it's a good starting point. They meet in this tournament, and you know, so it's it's very um, it's semi random because it's a tournament. So it isn't like they have their own beef or or quarrel before this. And this is where it starts, right? Well, that
1: leads to a very interesting concept because uh, The Rock is also in the picture of the Intercontinental Championship. You beat The Rock. Rock doesn't like that too much. Rock comes in, talks his shit, maybe gets involved in one of your matches or two, and now Shawn Michaels and The Rock have a bit of rivalry here, and we're We're really stepping on dangerous territory though because I know we said leave it up to the rest of the the industry to the worry about it, leave it up to the rest of the fan base but I think you you you're not you know where I'm going with this July and August put' them, put them up there with potentially with the rock do that, but that really excludes triple h. And I guess it's not our problem for the sake of this podcast. For the
0: sake of this podcast, it's not our problem. Is
1: the Rock going one on one against the Rock for the Intercontinental Championship at fully loaded? And then I asked the question again, is he doing that ladder match? And you already answered that question, but I'm gonna ask you again.
0: Yeah, I said no. I did say no. As long as he's healthy as long as he's healthy and as long as this whole rock versus HBK thing started at King of the Ring. Right. Then yes, do the ladder match. Right. Because now you have that build, you have that time to build. And it makes a little more sense.
1: Even with Shawn Michaels being a douchebag at this point, let's say he still's a douchebag.
0: Yeah, because you have you have him being a douchebag <coughs> and you have the rock who's really not taking anybody's shit.
1: Yeah. Well, it's interesting too because he's always been known to kind of be in Vince's ear in his own right.
0: Yeah, it would have been. Uh, that's compelling TV for me. <laughs> Who gets so, over? This is this is what's difficult for me f- through this this entire two part episode that we're doing. Okay, yeah. It's HBK's attitude. Yeah, because we have two. And that's not a cop out. No, I'm, it's I'm not, I want to know it, that. that's not a cop out answer. It, it, it's his. It's his attitude that is the biggest if in all of this. Right. Because that's how it's always been. Yeah, if for that, for it, if that it Shawn was Michaels. if it was from if it was from if I'm the one who has complete control over this situation, Shawn Michaels becomes the answer to to the WWF's. Like he solves his own problems, right? But obviously, history has dictated otherwise. But for me, if I'm booking this and everything is going the way I wanted to. Shawn Michaels essentially becomes the equivalent of what Tanahashi is for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Okay. He realizes his, he knows his role, no pun intended. Yeah. And he, he does whatever he needs to do to get talent over. And by doing so, he gets himself over. Yeah. So that's, that's the Shawn Michaels I need, need to have right now. At this at this juncture in
1: time, at the very least, what I what I think, what I hope would happen is, somebody maybe Vince himself says, "Look, you're gonna this is what we have have on doing. Can you get this kid over? Get this kid over? I owe you one." Because I look at this, you and I agree, are on the same mindset. I I hate when people say, when someone is a world champion, they should never be intercontinental champion again. That it doesn't make any sense. You go backwards, and that's not the case at all. No, that title is means so much more. It's
0: still a title.
1: Yeah, it's a title.
0: Yeah. You could, you know, the what the the alternative is not having a title.
1: Exactly. So, so like once once you win the world title, what, no matter what company you work for, you should never win another championship ever again.
0: You know what? That's a whole other episode though, because th- as far as I'm concerned, that's a WWE frame of mind. Yeah. That you don't really hear about well, that well, anywhere else. Well, that's
1: what happens when you have bookers that look at his title as objects. Yeah. Then, yeah, you're absolutely right. Let's not go that wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you have this, and because we are talking about WWE, you might have a wrestler here that says, I'm not doing this. Why do I need the Intercontinental title? I'm not, I'm not what is the point of this? Do me this favor, or do me this. You You get this kid over, and I owe you one. And you just pretty much got to trust me on that. And maybe that's the only way that this, this works out, with that kind of asshole mentality. He's got to get something over um, with himself in order to get this kid over. Because this kid, although he's gaining popularity, he's not stone cold. Where no matter what you do, he's the loudest reaction in the room all the time. So, Stone Cold made sense, even with Shawn Michaels departing. I just, there's a part of me that feels that The Rock would have a little bit of a hard time getting over with Shawn Michaels.
0: I think the reality of this situation, unfortunately, is Shawn Michaels is still self destructing yeah. at this point. And I think Vince would have been like, look. You, it isn't. It isn't a, uh, a situation of hey, do me this solid, and then I'll you know, I'll owe you one. I think in reality it was hey Shawn Michaels, you're fucking up. So guess what, you're being punished. You're gonna get the Rock over. Yeah. You know that seems much more plausible to me.
1: So they have a ladder match at SummerSlam. Are we? Are we saying Rock wins that title? Yes. They, they they trade it back and forth. You think Shawn Michaels wins it in July, Rock wins it back in.
0: For my money, yeah, yeah, I I think they trade it back at least once. <laughs> That's good enough for me.
1: They uh, I don't even see
0: them do any more than that. Yeah, I, you don't want it
1: to go too long. So, the next pay per view. So we we're so far we're booked through August, mm-hmm. September leads to breakdown. Uh, this one's tricky for me because I hate how this how this ends. So, it's Kane and the Undertaker challenging Stone Cold in a triple threat match. Kane and the Undertaker cannot pin each other. Again, this is a McMahon versus Austin feud, so he's stacking the odds against Austin, Uh whatever. And Kane and the Undertaker both pin Austin at the same time. Instead of making them co-champions, Vince McMahon declares the championship as vacated, as vacant and we have no champion for two months. Not a fan of that. But anyways, that's not what I'm talking about. We're here to talk about it, I should say. You also have The Rock, Ken Shamrock, and Mankind in a number one contenders match for the WWF Championship. Uh, of course, in this case, that if that is the case, and The Rock... Uh, would he still be, even be in that match because he's the Intercontinental Champion? No, he wouldn't. Okay. So, does Shawn Michaels take that place? Shawn Michaels takes that place. But he doesn't win. Because if he wins, he's got to fight for the title at some
0: point. For me, he wins. Okay. For me, he wins, and and I'll tell you why. Okay. Because now, you have him win this number one contendership, and you start to build towards WrestleMania. Yeah. So, so he
1: has a match against. Well, who would he have a match against though? I don't remember who The Rock faced. It doesn't matter to Actually, me. I'm sorry, let me cut you off go here. Ahead. But I'm reading here, The Rock was not given. The Rock won the match, the the real match. Uh, the 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 Rock was not given a match for the title, so it never took place. It never took place. Yeah, so, so maybe it could work after all. Shawn Michaels' <coughs> so like, oldest title shot.
0: Yeah, he's old. The title shot. And now you start building towards WrestleMania. Okay. You don't, again, you keep him, you keep him away from Austin. You start to tease, but you keep him away. You still, you're, we're still in September. Yeah. We still have months to go, but this is where you started. This is where you plant the seed.
1: That's, that's cool with me. I, I, if that's the case, then uh, we got to keep this bullshit. uh, Yeah.
0: Keep the train running. Yep.
1: Man, you're doing this to me. <laughs> All right, because so, I always hated this finish, I always say I remember watching Cheater Box, ladies and gentlemen, and feel like I got ripped off. Like I want my money back. <laughs> I didn't pay for this pay per view. Uh, and then um, I don't. I didn't remember about what happened with The Rock. You know, as far as winning the number one contendership. But yeah, if he doesn't get the title match because there's no champion, that works out. In in a sense that he's essentially an uncrowned champion in his mind because he never even got a shot. Yes. You know, there's that start. That can start up a whole another can of worms with him versus McMahon. That uh, we can go into.
0: I I would love I would love for it to work where Shawn Michaels wins the number one contendership against uh, Mankind and Ken Shamrock. Yes. Yeah. And then. He goes to interfere in the in Austin's match, right? But because this is a match where Vince McMahon is stacking the odds against Austin, he makes it impossible for Austin to win. HB HBK goes to um, help Austin win, but fails. And so you have him like, hey, I came to save your ass because I want to face you for the title. I want my rematch. Right. But that wasn't able to happen because of Vince McMahon. So now you have Vince McMahon picking on Shawn Michaels and and throwing guys at Shawn Michaels, thereby keeping him away from Austin.
1: That's a good point. The only issue that I see there is that you got to remember that Austin was the guy that, Vince wanted the title off of. I don't know how pissed off he would be seeing that he accomplished that goal, regardless of who won or lack thereof. Stone Cold was no longer WWF champion.
0: I would still make it work. I would still make it if if Vince if if that's how it went. If Vince wanted the belt off of Austin and that's what he got, now you could easily say Shawn Michaels went to go help Stone Cold keep the belt. So that he could face him in a rematch. And because that didn't happen, you could switch it up. And now um, Shawn Michaels is kind of, instead of Vince giving the business to Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels is giving the business to Vince. Right.
1: So that leads to the October review, which took place in Chicago, by the way. Mm hmm. Or Rosemont. Uh, judgment Day. Which became a May pay per view after '98. Little fun fact: the uh, the main event was Kane versus the Undertaker for the vacant WWF Championship. Stone Cold Steve Austin was special guest referee, with stipulation that he must crown a new champion or he would be fired.
0: I believe I was at this pay per view. Oh, you do? Yeah, you I, were. I, I believe so.
1: So, if this is the case, is Shawn Michaels booked on this card. Cause I guess we can give him a, a pay per view off if we book it the right way. Yeah, we could. Could do that. You give him the pay per view off, does he cause shenanigans in this match somehow, some way? Or do you give him like a juggernaut to face and punishment to what you said about him and Vince McMahon?
0: If he's trying to give the business to Vince McMahon, then um, I see him being booked on the card. Okay. It just makes sense. Who he would face, I'm I'm not sure. You can make it work. You
1: know, I could I could see, I could see some kind of handicap match at this point. Yeah. You know, um, there's a lot of there's a lot of like bigger factions in '98 too. They weren't really good. You know, uh, Los Equad and you know DoA and Truth Commission. They all could kind of play that role. Yeah. You know, NOD was broken up at this point. Okay. So that's not really a uh, a thing. But besides, they're also fighting each other at this pay-per-view. Mark Henry and The Rock are facing each other. You know, okay. It's a disbanded faction. And, of course, DX is your own thing. You know, Unless you want to start booking some rivalries between, there, between them. All oh, the oddities are a thing. Uh, but, yeah, nothing, nothing crazy in particular as far as what you could do. But I'm sure you can find a tag team somewhere. You know, I know the Brood just formed. Um, I I don't know if the Ministry of Darkness were formed yet or forming.
0: I'm not sure.
1: But if that was, if that was the case, I always saw it as Midian and Visra as, like, that, that tag team. But I don't think they were a tag team yet. Okay. But, yeah, I guess it could work. It could work that way. But uh, for all intents and purposes, not most exciting. Shawn Michaels booking there. But... Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna humor you right now and <laughs> and the the WrestleMania because I like that I, I I I looked at it because it's WWE it's get it out as fast as possible the SummerSlam would be like I would be okay with SummerSlam not like April not Unforgiven
0: yeah
1: but like SummerSlam being okay to do it but uh, you know the other matches were great it's just that that October one was kind of meh mm-hmm. but uh, that's fine because Survivor Series is next st louis missouri obviously the big the big deal here is the tournament yes for the vacant title stone cold is 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 fired because they didn't crown a new champion so he's fired i'm using air quotes here ladies and gentlemen besides the the tournament matches there's a, a, a match for the women's championship a match for the tag team championship which obviously, well, you know, the women's title I don't see him being a part of, and the tag team I don't see him being a part of. Right. So it only makes sense if you're gonna book him in a match to put him in the tournament. Uh, you're nodding your head, so I'm assuming he's in the tournament. He's in the tournament okay. because
0: let's face it, Vince McMahon is a prick. Yeah. And he could have easily been like, you know what? I don't care if you're the number one contendership. Uh, you know what? That's what that's the match we would have had him booked for October. He would have had to defend his number one contendership. Okay. Okay.
1: Actually, I, I don't know why I don't remember this, but Stone Cold was in the tournament. He was okay. in the daily tournament. But uh, obviously we keep Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold away from each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stone Cold makes it all the way to, where does he lose at? The semifinals. The semifinals is Mankind, Stone Cold, The Rock, and The Undertaker. <laughs> Shawn Michaels get eliminated earlier tonight. You call we call him earlier because it's, it's a four-round tournament. Right. So you can cause some kind of shenanigans earlier. Yeah. To get him out.
0: Get him out early. That way he could possibly interfere later. That works for me. Yeah. He still has his number one contendership because, you know, he won at the pay-per-view last time. And it wasn't on the line for uh, Survivor Series. Right. Yeah. I would book it like that. That's that's Survivor Series. Yeah. That's Survivor Series. So that leads
1: to the the last pay-per-view... Of nineteen ninety eight. Sorry, UK, but we are skipping Capital Carnage. Yeah, that doesn't count. Sorry, we love you, UK. We do. <laughs> uh NXT, UK, saw a debut show. Did you? Fucking killer. Watch Sweet. it, check it out.
0: I gotta check it out.
1: But uh <clears throat> leads to the final US pay per view of nineteen ninety eight, and that is Rock Bottom. The rock, of course, wins the heavyweight title, the WWF championship, whatever you want to call it. He would defend that title against Mankind at that pay-per-view. Stone Cold went one-on-one against The Undertaker in a Buried Alive match for the right to compete in the 1999 Royal Rumble match. Now, you said keep away from Austin. Yes. You know what my question is. <laughs> did you mean just Austin or do you mean that title? Do we see Shawn Michaels versus The Rock for that title?
0: Keep them, keep. Them, see, this is where it gets tricky because you want. Well,
1: you're booking for a whole
0: year. Yeah, yeah it's you, get you, you, want. <laughs> you want. I, what I want is yeah. for Austin versus Michaels the rematch at WrestleMania 15. That's right. what I'm shooting for. Okay. So if we're factoring him into this, now it's like him and Austin are on in opposite uh, situations. Right where Austin's facing the Undertaker in a buried alive match when it should probably be Shawn Michaels versus the Undertaker in a buried alive match okay and, and have the rock face Austin for the, Austin the title, title. cuz you're
1: not getting WrestleMania you now right i mean this also works out too because you start the year and you end the year with Michaels versus Undertaker Mm-hmm. In a specialty match, too. In a specialty match, at that, yeah. Um, a little keynote here, too. I don't think it changes anything, but uh, the New Age Outlaws uh, defended the tag titles against the corporation to a big boss man, Ken Shamrock. Shawn Michaels was in the corner of the corporation, so you also saw a little bit of uh, turning away from, obviously. He wasn't a full time member, but turning his back on Degeneration X. DX, right? <clears throat> so, I'm assuming for right now we're not going to go that route. No. Okay. I like what for as far as matches I'm am sticking with you because I love these matches. So that's why I'm not really putting up much of a fight because it's <laughs> it's like the, if the matches are good. What do I care? Like, do it. See, like you if you and I ran a company, it'd just be like. I'd be cool. Like, I'll worry about the rest of that shit later. Like, does it make sense? I don't know. They're going to put on, a you know, at least a four-star match. I'm down for it. But, uh, yeah, it's like, man, why do you even work here? Like, you
2: don't...
1: <laughs> No, but seriously, in all seriousness, like, I, I, made my, I made my point very clear. I was okay with SummerSlam. I want to see if you can, it looks like you're going to, go all the way to WrestleMania with no issues, so... You got two pay-per-views left, my friend. Royal Rumble 1999 took place, and uh, your title match was the I Quit match, the infamous I Quit match in front of Mick Foley's kids. The Rock versus Mankind. Uh, Of course, you had the Royal Rumble match as you do every year. Mm -hmm. Shawn Michaels is still number one contender. Does he even have to compete in a rumble match? Is he going to compete in a Royal rumble match, or do you put him somewhere else? Is this where you start to see a divide in Degeneration X, or do you?
0: I think it's a little bit of everything. Okay, I think I think uh, you you want that divide between him and DX because, for my money, he perceives DX as like baggage now. Like, yeah. you guys didn't help me keep my title the first time. Why would I want you around for my rematch? Right. Okay, that's that's where I want that story to go. Uh, who wins the Rumble that year? Uh, Vince McMahon wins the Rumble. There you go. Keep Vince the the Royal Rumble winner. So now he's he would sit there and say, now I have a shot at the title, but Michael still has the number one contendership. So there you go. You um, that's that's the next logical step for me is HBK versus Vince McMahon. Yeah. For the number one contendership.
1: Would you do that at the St. Valentine's Day massacre?
0: Yeah. I
1: got it. All right. So just so you know, for storyline purposes, you got to keep Austin that title mix. That's how Austin gets into that that match, to that main event. That was his only shot at getting a title match. Remember that year was the Royal Rumble. And he loses the match via, via controversy. He mm-hmm. talks McMahon into giving him that match anyways. Okay. Uh, a rematch, which was in that cage, in which Austin wins the cage match and it goes on to WrestleMania, challenge The Rock, who is the corporate champion still. So that's somewhere I caution you. All you right, let me,
0: let me backtrack. Okay. So this is what we'll do. All right. So Vince still wins the rumble. Okay. Austin still weasels his way into a title shot, but HBK now taken out of that picture. He still has the number one contendership, but the moment he tries to test Vince about the you know getting a title shot, this is where DX and HBK completely part ways, and that's how you keep. The number one contendership on Sean Michaels, and tie up any loose ends between him and DX. Uh, I for if you're asking me what kind of match I would like to see, I would like to have him like run a gauntlet through DX members. Okay. Not necessarily all in one match, but that would be that would be the the next couple bookings for him. If you're not going to do it as one gauntlet match,
1: so Saint Valentine's Day massacre
0: is not booked in how? What's the card? Uh, You got
1: Mankind versus The Rock in the last man standing match for the title. Okay. Uh, Austin versus McMahon right now is your main event inside of a cage match.
0: Okay. And that's how Austin gets his title shot. Yeah. So that has to happen.
1: Yeah. And that title's got to go on somebody.
0: Title's got to go on somebody. So Vince Vince is like, hey, you want your number one contendership? This is how you're going to keep it. You're going to go through... (laughs) The dx members or a dx member and if, if we're doing one member i say triple h and there that's his that's his obstacle to get to to hold on to his number one contendership okay. and that would be you could have that match before this but then yeah it would yeah you could have that match here as, at, at the same night. At, yeah, the same night.
1: I was going to ask, because like, if you're just doing a rematch, does it doesn't yeah. matter who walks in as champion? No. At WrestleMania? As long as it's from Shawn Michaels versus Stone Cold. Right. That's the match you want to see. So then, yeah, I mean, if that's the case, then Mankind versus the Rock in the last Man standing match, as good of a match as that was, gets pulled. Mm-hmm. And no one would know how good of a match it was because it wouldn't have happened. So don't bitch at us saying oh, you <laughs> You took away a great match. Like you wouldn't have known. So
2: <laughs> that's how fantasy booking works sometimes.
1: And obviously, that leads to WrestleMania 15 And one of your favorite cities, Philadelphia. I don't even need to break down the card. It'd be Stone Cold versus Shawn Michaels.
0: Stone Cold versus Shawn Michaels. Who wins? You know what? That's a good question. <laughs> All this time, I've been thinking too. I've been thinking too much about Shawn Michaels, and I didn't pick a winner. Uh, you know what? Um, I hate to say it, but I think Shawn Michaels wins. Yeah, I think Shawn. Why Mi- do you hate to say it though? I hate to say it because uh, it it's like it's one of those things that is, for me, it painfully makes sense. Okay, you have Austin go through this, his own uh, road to the title, to getting the title back. Yeah, and he has a, a shot at it and he's still white hot. Yeah, oh yeah. But he loses that mania because for me, I get to extend his his hot streak and 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 everything that goes along with it, merch sales on the whole right. nine because more often than not, healer babyface wrestling fans like to see the the underdog go through that struggle. Right. In, in order to get that title. That's what that was part of the reason uh, Stone Cold's first title against Shawn Michaels was so so such a huge hit because of all the the build up to it. So I would love for that build up to happen again. I, now, this time around you know HBK's the champ. He walks out of WrestleMania 15 the champ. I'm not saying it has to be another year long program. I wouldn't do that to anybody. That's just torture. <laughs> yeah. But I would Some I would tattoo yeah. <laughs> But I would I would definitely do it that way. I would have Austin lose so that you know he's got all the momentum in the world and all the popularity in the world. Now he's got to go through Shawn Michaels again. Right. So whether it be 1 month or SummerSlam or what have you. I would again, I wouldn't do it a year. But I would I would put a little more length to it. It's it's too great of an opportunity.
1: So, one of the things uh, I got to point out, St. Valentine's Day Massacre, if if we keep the champion the way it was, it would have been Mankind versus Shawn Michaels. I think I said Shawn Michaels versus The Rock. Uh, this could make sense, too, because the, Vince McMahon could be pissed off at The Rock for losing to the likes of Mankind, therefore giving his title shot to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Uh and then we also kind of answer our own question of what happened with Triple H, yeah. Because Shawn Michaels has now left Degeneration X. Let's let's fast forward a little bit. He wins. Austin goes on this crusade to win that title back. Eventually takes it. But before he takes it, let's remember Triple H didn't win that title. Didn't win the title at SummerSlam. Let's say he takes that SummerSlam in a match that featured Triple H as well. And you remember what happened at at. At, uh, Summer, at SummerSlam that year. Stone Cold comes in as champion, defends against Mankind and Triple H. Mankind wins the title, and then Triple H snaps and beats the ever-living shit out of Austin. Same situation here. Shawn Michaels comes in as champion, loses the title to Austin, and then Triple H snaps on his former mentor, his former best friend.
0: Yeah, it still makes sense.
1: Shawn Michaels versus Triple H. The rivalry that we really wanted, because we kind of got, I don't want well, to say kind of, we did get, but here we got guys in their prime.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: With all due respect to that rivalry in, in, in the early 2000s and to, to mid-2000s, cause there were some fantastic matches. But, uh, yeah, I you could, now you get to see that. Shawn Michaels hopefully does the right thing, gets Triple H over, and Triple H still becomes the game. Yeah, the cerebral Assassin and all that stuff. Yeah, you eventually you're gonna see a DX reunion earlier if you, you guys are really counting on that. But, yeah, <laughs> you know, you'll get you'll get that, but it'll never be the same. No, it'll, and, it'll, but
0: it'll, but that's that's the intent. You don't yeah. want it to be the same.
1: It'll never be the same. It'll never be Shawn Michaels as leader, or in this case Triple H's leader, but just a cohesive unit. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. So I think that works out in that sense. So I feel better about Triple H if we uh if we play the the roles correctly, a Triple H still can be somebody in the business because man, it'd be really weird if uh <laughs> WWE or WF without the game. But then again, like you said. Who- well,
0: no, I, I need that to happen, too, because otherwise we wouldn't have the fine quality product that NXT is these days. Yeah. As odd as that may seem to some people.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're not going to sit here and fast forward that long, but uh, yeah, do we see NXT? Or does he go, does just Triple H become the independent
0: guy? Right.
1: Where he working for Ring of Honor. Yeah
0: we getting a whole nother podcast. I, w- I would love that. <laughs>
1: yeah, I would totally book Triple H and Ring of Honor and maybe TNA. I don't know, the podcast. Next podcast. Next, next podcast. episode. <laughs> um, man, you and I talked about this in, in part one, that there's so much to talk about. And I know there's some people that are going to say, we, there's some, a lot of things we didn't hit on. And that's the whole point. So I'm going to put this out there right now. This is essentially... Part two of a part one episode. When it comes to what ifs, because there's so many that are out there, oh, we can't yeah. we can't sit there and book four years worth. You're absolutely right. I'm like, yeah, we can't. Let's do this. Yeah. No. Hold, you know, hold my beer that I don't drink. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it, it's 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 completely difficult to do because I would love to book 2000 and 2001. And uh, maybe we do that in a future episode. Maybe, you know? but yeah. uh, for that, for for now, that is uh, that's gonna have to do it for us because uh, I am all Shawn Michaels out. Yeah, out. so like, am I. And uh, for for those who had a problem with some of the things that we said in previous episodes, we got two words for you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, this is a family show. We don't we don't say bad words out here. Uh but um again, there's no hate for Shawn Michaels. He's he's the heartbreak kid. You gotta have love for him. You got hate for him?
0: No, I I do. We so the uh, Paul, who I referred to in in the first part of this episode. Okay. Huge HBK fan. Absolutely did not like our um <laughs> our cover art for episode thirty five. <laughs> Where Shawn Michaels eyes are talking to one another.
1: That's funny stuff. It Come is on. funny.
0: <laughs> like it or not, it was funny, Paul. But yeah, this this these two episodes uh dedicated to Paul. Thank you, Paul, for being such a devout listener. And um yeah, so now it, now you know. Now you know what happens to Shawn Michaels if he didn't get hurt.
1: Essentially history repeats itself in ninety nine. Yeah, if only Shawn Michaels wins. Yep. I think that's... What I love about that is that you have the ultimate, like, quest to regain what you lost. Almost like a, like a fantastic journey. The only thing is that he works for the wrong company that doesn't have the patience to do that. Yeah. So...
0: <laughs> Which is my... In a <laughs> nutshell, that's my beef with the WWE right now. There's no fucking
1: patience because that's that's the, the point i was trying to make is that Stone Cold versus do love probably doesn't happen in april of 98 if Shawn michaels doesn't get hurt you're probably seeing Shawn michaels versus do love and i don't want to go back and forth on that anymore that's our take on it uh i absolutely love Shawn michaels i i've always pondered that myself that four-year gap of what would happen and I think for the most part, it was for, it was for the good. But uh, I like to say that good could have still happened had he stuck around. Obviously, the back didn't take four years to heal. Yeah. So, <laughs> But, you know, be that as it may, that is what happened. And we're stuck with, left with just pondering what could have happened. And that's the 20 by 20 ring crew's take on what would happen. So we'd love to hear your thoughts and, and how our fantasy booking was. Yeah, and, uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm,
0: I'm going to hear about it. It's going to be interesting. Is it
1: going to be good or bad?
0: Uh, I think it'll be a little bit of both, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued? I, mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I when I book stuff, I it makes sense to me I like it, but that doesn't mean everybody else does. Sure. You know?
1: But, so, you know, at least you're open about it because, I mean, with, with WWE, it's just like... They just ignore the fact that you don't like it and just do it anyways. <laughs> it's like, oh, you don't like it? Nah, you like it. You like. Yeah. It, you like it. Just keep watching, you'll like it. Nah, I don't. All right. <laughs> Something else. Stop. All right, so how can they find us and and, and either give us a uh, give us a good remark or bitch and complain?
0: Um, that's easy. Uh, our home on the web is always at 20x20crew.com. That is where you can find anything and everything you want about us. Previous episodes, uh, links to social media, and the whole line. We are on Instagram, at 20x20crew. Also on Twitter, at 20x20crew. Thank you for all the Twitter love. Uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash 20x20crew is our Facebook page. uh, Facebook.com slash groups slash 20x20talk. We'll get you to our private Facebook group. Please stop by and say hi. Talk some uh, some booking, some fantasy booking with us. We're always up for some fantasy booking. And uh, you can always write to us uh, if you're an emailer. You can uh, find us on 20x20crew at gmail.com for the time being. And then obviously you always have our, our the rest of our fantasy booking, which we do exclusively on YouTube is the following contest where we we everything is exclusively booked on YouTube. So you can find us there at 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash YouTube. So there you go. Until next time, uh, this has been Matt and I am Joe, and we will see, see you in the ring. ring.